The Fantasy Focus Football Podcast is presented by GEICO. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Go to GEICO.com today. Fantasy, you're in the 06010. Some are calling it arguably the most busy time of the year. Busiest time of the year. Let's get right into some of the most important news. And, oh wait, never mind. It's super boring. It's July 15th. But we do have some things to cover. First of all, this is actually important. We go back to our daily format on August 5th. That's right. Every Kids. single day. Summer vacation ending for us By really August soon. By August 8th, Stefan and I will be sick of Matthew. But until that <laughs> point, we can tolerate our father and friend. So That's August right. 5th, we're back to our daily format. What that means is this. You're going to get a podcast Monday through Friday every day until the end of the NFL regular season. Double trouble during the preseason. You know the usual routine Monday through Friday. Training camp updates from yes, around Stephane, the league. you will be all over the map as usual. Uh, Daniel, in terms of channels, can we announce some of the ways that you can consume the podcast this year that are new or different? Oh, I'll tell you this right now. What you can know is that the way that you watched us before socially, that yep. last year you watched us on Twitter, Yep, we are going to have that avenue available to us as well as... Yes. A few others, but we are not going to announce them yet. All right, not quite at liberty. Stay I bit tuned. off a bit more than I could chew, but let me just say this. The reach and the and the breadth of, of the audience should be larger than ever before. And, of course, for those of you that get us through your normal podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, etc., we will still be there. Now, other news on the more administrative front is that before then, July 30th, we have a live show in Detroit, Stefania. I know, we're going live to show. the home of Mr. One Pride, oh, Daniel Dom. I was going to say, has so many people with de- with Detroit ties, whether it's our ESPN colleagues like Jalen Rose, Mr. Detroit, or some of the great Motown artists who have set the template for awesome music in our country, and our bearded wonder boy, That's Daniel right. Dobb. Same sentence as all of those people, right, Field? How excited are you to go home? I am stoked. I'm okay. stoked to do a show in Detroit. I mean, how did it feel when you did a show in Boston in front of your hometown it crowd? It was amazing. It was such a blast, such a euphoric moment. It was Chapin's birthday that night, too. Remember, we had all kinds of, like, it was the local ties. We amazing thing. Shows. And remember how we went out west last summer? We yes. made, We took the show West Coast. We went to the Chargers camp, then did a show out in L.A. for yeah, all our, our Best Coast listeners. And now... We're going right to the heartland. Yes, we are. You want to know the cool thing about July 30th? July 30th is my mom's birthday. <gasps> Yay. Yes. Is she Mrs. going to be Dobbs in attendance? The podcast? Yes, and it is her birthday. She will be turning 61 years old. You can edit that 61 years 31 young years. is 31 what you years meant. Young. Yeah. Moms Correct. Don't go, a gay, don't, don't go in a, a day over She's 45. the one that said it. I figured it was okay. She's well, a beautiful, she, wonderful She should soul. be proud. She's and the best you know, person we, in the world. We love okay. Absolutely. Daniel's mom. So the show is July 30th. We have some additional seats available, which is usually not the case here with our live shows. So... If you follow any of us on social media at Stefania underscore ESPN at Daniel Dopp, I am at Field Yates. You will go to our podcast. I will, you know what? I will pin that tweet right now. Go to the pin tweet on my profile for a link. Oh, look at you. For some tickets available to our live show. It's always a blast. We cannot wait to be out there. My favorite brewery is actually in the great state of Michigan. And I hope that some of our friends from wow. home will be there that night, Daniel. Uh, but we cannot wait to be back in Daniel's stomping grounds. We can't uh, I, I wait need for to find... Detroit to show us a good time. In fact, that's why we have some of these extra release tickets available. We are So hurry up and get them. Get your tickets while you can. All right, Daniel. So the administrative stuff out of the way. But again, August 5th, listen to us every single day starting then, double trouble, etc. Do we have to talk football? 
I, wa- I want to talk one thing. You got to throw something in yeah. there. I want to talk one thing when it comes to football because if there's one thing that I've been seeing in the news field, and I would love to get both you and Stefania's opinion. Should is- we call it news or noise? Ooh, that's Ooh, not a bad idea. That's hmm. a good idea hmm. for a segment, Stefania. We should consider that. Uh, if I had a thing on my board in front of me, I'd hit the sounder, but like I don't. Like summer vacation, kids. Daniel yeah. can't find the things on the board. What's I, new? I saw this thing where Melvin Gordon is requesting a trade uh, and says that you know he doesn't want to report to camp unless he gets a new deal. Or There's a whole bunch of stuff going on, which makes me just wonder, Field, from your perspective, like from the NFL side, like how does – okay – where are we at on Melvin Gordon? Is there any concern that he's actually might move on from the Chargers? And what does that mean for both him and Austin Eckler's fantasy value? So here's a couple of things, Daniel. First of all, this is so in vogue right now, right? right. Everybody wants to get traded. If you've been, you know what sport. I think they did? They watched NBA free agency totally. and they were like, here's what we're going to yeah. do. Melvin Gordon has his Woj notifications on, on yeah. Twitter. So he's and like, he's wait, like, come <laughs> on. Kawhi is making a power move. He's like, I'm going to create a Schefter bomb. PG. Yeah. So <laughs> Melvin Gordon has made it clear. He is... He, he is demanding. Yeah, not a request. Trade. It's more uh, like uh, request, demand. <laughs> Maybe there's some parsing there. But anyways, yeah. he wants to get traded. If he does not get a deal with the no plans uh, paid, for training camp, no plans for training camp, then he would be paid like a Todd Gurley or mm. a Le'Veon Bell or a David Johnson, which basically means if it's not twelve million dollars per year or more. He's going to demand a trade. The problem is this. Where in the NBA, when a player becomes available, almost every team will at least kick the tires if they are capable of doing so. There aren't a lot of NFL teams that on July 15th or whatever day it is right now are saying, you know something, let's see what we can fork over to the Chargers for a running back who's got one year left on his contract. As we know, running back's probably the most fungible position in the sport right now. I mean, think about You just said, what does it mean for Austin Eckler, a guy who went to a, was Western State in Colorado? Like, no one knew who but, Austin Eckler was until he became a good player for the Chargers. He is a good player, so he can But let's replaced. say this. Even mm. if the other teams aren't kicking the tires, what if you look at it from the Chargers' perspective of like, hey, what if we didn't have Melvin Gordon, how concerned would we be? And that's a good question. It's a fair question. I think that the, the Chargers roster right now would be incomplete without Melvin Gordon. That's sort of stating the obvious. But what I, I guess what it means is before you tell me that, hey, you know, whatever, trade Melvin Gordon, get a draft pick, and hand the reins over to Austin Eckler or Justin Jackson, who they drafted mm-hmm. last year out of Northwestern, I don't think it's quite that simple. I don't want to live my entire life by saying, let's wait and see when it comes to fantasy football insight. That being said, it's one thing to demand a trade and and a new contract. It's another thing to do so and hold true to your word when the Chargers have the ability to fine you some $30,000 per day every day during training camp. I don't want to say that this is definitely going to get resolved, but I do think that before, you know, if I had a draft today, right. I, I would rather not have a draft And today. some of us may have had a draft <laughs> <clears throat> That's right. where the first goal. running back right. we took was Melvin Gordon because the draft happened before the news came out. But you know something, Stefania, <laughs> is that I don't think that if I had a draft today... It would dramatically lower Melvin Gordon's value. And here's the reason why. If a team does trade for Melvin Gordon, and I, I don't even want to give you hypotheticals because right. there isn't an obvious trade candidate in my opinion. They're not drafting him to sit him on the bench. Correct. That's the thing is anybody who's willing to make the investment in Melvin Gordon is doing so with the expectation of utilizing him as a workhorse going forward. So get, there's no obvious, there's no obvious. But think leader. about this. Training camps open this weekend. Mm, yeah. And even if he's not at camp, we've seen the ACL, the first week of camp, first few days, something happens. We don't like to see those things, but all of a sudden the Darius team is in need year. of a star, and all yep. of a sudden this becomes a real issue. Right. So that's the reason why I'm not 
really reducing the value of Melvin Gordon at this point. Now, what I would tell you is if you are drafting right now, if you do draft Melvin Gordon, I implore you to draft Austin Eckler. Yes, unfortunately, because I didn't have the news, I didn't get Austin okay. well, Eckler. Just this, in my own defense for myself, for my own little league. Yes. And, I, you know, I don't want to say that I can't envision a scenario in which the Chargers go into the season with just Austin, Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson, but I'm not getting that far ahead of myself that I am drafting either of those players with the idea in mind that they're going to carry significant starter value for the entirety of the season. Um, I'm trying to think of like a legitimate suitor for Melvin Gordon. I, can't, I I literally can't think of anybody that comes to mind as like, they have the cap space, they have the need at running back, they have the draft capital to fork it over, and they're in the state of their franchise where they feel like they're one running back away. Like I think Miami's depth chart is about as weak as there is in the NFL. Miami is going the opposite way right now, Correct. right? Miami is collecting draft picks, not hey. sending them away for right. a running back going into the final year of his contract. So I don't know that I see a trade, and I get the standoff that Melvin Gordon right now is saying he's willing to, to, to face, which is sitting out games. But that's a game check every week. They obviously evaluated the market. It's not like he and his representation don't understand this exact thing. So they must have felt pretty confident in what they were doing, knowing that that's the landscape. And I have to think that that was all taken into consideration. They still thought that this would work out to their benefit. Yep, I think so. I think that listen, they, they didn't do it just aimlessly. Right. They, they did it exactly. with intent. That being said, for now, I think my sort of like my my elevator pitch is that Melvin Gordon's value, if you had him at running back six. Before this trade request, maybe you built in a little bit of a hedge moving down to running back 8, 9, or 10. Underst- I get it. The threat of missing games right now looms, <laughs> but I think I'll I'll factor that in a bit more as we get much closer to the season, right? Rather than focusing on the idea of him being out for games to begin the year, I'm focusing in on the two, which, which seems more likely to me, the scenarios of him either being traded, and again, getting traded somewhere where they're going to use him a ton, or... Not being traded because he has a new contract. And, and oh, by the way, if he misses some training camp, his knees aren't disappointed in that. So right. uh, that. he's a guy who's been with the team long enough. If he stays with them, him missing some time in camp is not a big threat. But Austin Eckler certainly on the uh, the must-handcuff uh, list right now. And then Justin Jackson, an interesting name. If you play in a deeper league, if you're playing in the keeper league, you want to throw some late-round value in him? Go for it. We saw him a little bit last year. He played well. Austin Eckler is a guy that's always performed well when he's gotten the chance. I always caution people, though. People say, "Hey, if you, you know, if, if you extrapolate what Austin Eckler has done in this small sample size over the sixteen that they seasons, can. not all pay, not all players are built for you know significant workloads." One thing that I just thought of that will be really interesting is our friend Adam Schefter, who Daniel's recording a podcast with very soon, <laughs> mentioned at one point that uh, if Darren Sproles returned to football this year, Ooh. I think he, he basically said, like you know, some of the logical suitors would be teams he's previously played for. Not saying that hey he is the Melvin Gordon replacement, yeah. but it would be fascinating. And I to just see don't think this, he could handle that workload anymore. I agree, but it would be interesting to see if this Melvin Gordon situation at least piques the interest of GM Tom Telesco and the Chargers to the point that they say, "Darren Sproles, mm. got any interest here? Interesting. Got any interest in coming back for maybe one more year? Run it back one more time? This team is certainly very close to being uh, legit a- legit AFC contenders." I just smacked myself in the face <laughs> with the mic. I'll tell you what, one other thing, because I know we got to wrap up and run here. It's just going to be a short podcast, but it was really nice to see the Robbie Gold. I mean, for all those like, oh, deep kicker leagues. Yeah, raising God, hand. You know no, what I mean? No, listen, you say that, but you've got a 49ers fan right here, and there was that was a big deal. There was a standoff that lasted a long time. Totally. He's good. 
Yes. 49ers are glad to have him there. You so, know who's look. doing a podcast with Robbie Gold that you can listen to right now in case oh, you Oh, I wonder. I see how I you did that. I see that. how you set that up. Yeah, our good friend Adam Schefter. Go over to listen to the Adam Schefter podcast. Check that out. But guys, uh, just to reiterate, Field, what day do we go uh, daily with the August podcast? 5th. 5th. August daily. 5th. Obviously, we're going to let you podcast wherever you listen to them. Spotify, Apple. I know a lot of you guys get your podcasts on iTunes. But Through then the beyond app. that. You'll be, we'll be back on Twitter every single day. We'll tell you what time that is soon enough. We promise. And then there's some other avenues that might or might not be available. But I, as I said earlier, the reach of the 06010 is larger than ever before. We will be more mediocre than ever. Um, I don't know how Matthew will be, but probably whatever Matthew does. Yeah. He'll you know, be the same. Like Keep the bar low. Yeah. yeah. He's okay. Yeah. He's decent. He's, re- he's regressing at this point in his career, it's, right? Uh, I'd, I'd say so. That's what Mike Clay would say. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Inter- interesting. I'd have to go like, uh, I'd have to figure that out. Yeah. Mike Clay would. Mike Clay really. <laughs> he, would, he would, he would be the guy for that. Uh, Mike and then, Clay is also coming to the live show in Detroit. He so. absolutely is. July 30th, oh, Detroit, St. Yeah. Andrews. Out. Yep. Have a ton of fun with that. So get your tickets. Get your tickets. Go find the link on my profile at Field on Twitter or at it'll, Stefania yep, underscore It'll be ESPN. on mine eventually. I'm not as fast and nimble with the technology as Young Field, but oh, please. it'll be there eventually. Please. At Daniel Dopp 2. In the meantime, give us some football news. We need it. Peace out. You're an 06010. Never gonna hustle in case you didn't know. Matthew Berry TMR. You, 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 you guys go ahead. Give me grief for being on Sports Center for 45 seconds. I think you could do better than me because I don't think you could. Jail Bayfield Yates. You're, 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 you're terrible at hashtag improv. At, 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 at Field Yates. At Field Yates. Stefania Bell. Oh, don't let Barry convert you. Secret Squirrel Daniel Dunn. Make, 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 make it happen. Mediocre fantasy advice. You're over the people. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the camaraderie of the other bikers, a band of brothers, always there for you, rain or shine, to the amazing savings you get with Geico on your motorcycle insurance and accessories coverage all year round. But for Bucky Hornhill, it was one reason in particular. It was my helmet hair. I was born with helmet hair. I've tried to cut it a bunch of times, even buzzing it, but it immediately just goes back to helmet hair. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.